Welcome to the Morpheus for Menopause podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Donsky, and I'm a nutritionist in menopause. Today, I'm speaking with Wendy Coulter, a certified medical intuitive, master certified wellness coach, and founder, CEO of The Practical Path. Her accredited certification program, Medical Intuitive Training, has been pivotal in helping wellness professionals develop and optimize their inherent intuition. Wendy's trailblazing research on medical intuition is published in the peer-reviewed journal of alternative and complementary medicine, and she's the author of the groundbreaking book, Essentials of Medical Intuition, A Visionary Path to Wellness. Welcome to the show, Wendy. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for being on our show. So, Wendy, I read your bio in the intro, and I would love you to give us just a little bit of a background of what a medical intuitive is and um, who you are. Sure. Well, I can't speak for all medical intuitives, but uh, in general, what a medical intuitive does is look at the physical body and the biofield for information on health and wellness. Uh, and that kind of information can really be useful and helpful for the client. Uh, and in the clinical world, it can be very useful for the patient. And a little bit about me, uh, I am a medical intuitive and medical intuition is a skill, an intuitive skill of assessing the physical body and the biofield. And that information, it can be very, very useful for clients and for patients in the clinical setting. Uh, it's got a lot of information in it, which I'm sure we'll get into today. You mentioned biofield. What is that? Can you define that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the biofield is the electromagnetic field that surrounds and permeates the physical body. Okay. Uh, we know it as the auric field or the aura, and we also know okay. it as the chakra system. So, Actually, that's very interesting. So I didn't realize I didn't realize there was another name for it. Can you explain what our auras are? Because I mean, we've heard the term. We know I've seen pictures, these beautiful pictures of the colors of our aura. But can you explain exactly what that means? Well, I'm not an expert in the biofield, but I will say that it has been long acknowledged really since the early 90s by the National Institutes of Health as an energy field, uh, electromagnetic style of energy field that contains information. It's actually a very ancient concept. Right. Uh, there's records dating back 5,000 years. So um, what is this, right? The way I look at it is as a bit of a storage cabinet <laughs> of information in our energy centers and also in our auric field. Okay. And it's, it's fascinating. It's, there's a lot of information out there about it. So when did you realize that you were a medical intuitive? Well, I realized that what I was doing was called medical intuition after I read uh, Carolyn Mace's book, Anatomy of the Spirit. How I had been working with it is as an energy healing practitioner um, for a lot of my life, where I would work with people's energy. Um, and some of your listeners might be familiar with that. There's a lot of different kinds of energy healing techniques. I noticed that I could see into the body <laughs> and I could see the life history of what had potentially caused this imbalance in my client's energy field or in their physical body. That was really interesting information. The other thing I noticed was that as I did my energy work, sometimes people could really release a lot in a session, but sometimes they would come back again with that same issue and they weren't releasing it, you know, so what was going on? So I got very curious about that. And with the skill of being able to, visually discern what's happening in the biofield and the physical body, I was able to find uh, the root causes of why something wasn't 
healing, for example. And that information, just on an informational level, was extremely valuable to my clients. And I found that, and they their feedback was that, you know, knowing that made a big difference. My mom years ago dated somebody who was a medical intuitive. <laughs> and I remember, you know, she would tell me stories of how he would see people and he would right away be able to, I guess, look and see their bodies. Is that how it works for you as well? Or does it, or is it different for everybody? Well, it, that's the way it is for me. And it looks very much like um, an MRI type of view, okay. except in color <laughs> okay. uh, sometimes. <laughs> and um, it's, it's very much the anatomy and physiology of the body itself all the systems of the body, that's one part of it. So there's several parts to how I practice in medical intuition. One is the biofield, which is the chakra and aura system. The other is the actual anatomy and physiology of the body. And the third, I would say, is the life history of where something had begun and, and the trajectory of it. Now, I know that you wrote a new book and you are, you're teaching people how to become their to become a medical intuitive or to how to be able to tap into that part of their intuition. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I actually teach two programs. Uh, the first program is for wellness, health and wellness professionals. Uh, and that is a med the medical intuitive training. And that's a nine month to one year. There's certification part, which takes a little longer, approximately right. a one year program where people um, learn my method, which is very systematic and very deliberate. Uh, and they learn how to utilize this in their work as health and wellness providers. I also have a workshop that's open for everybody where I teach you how to begin that conversation uh, between your mind and your body so that you can get information for your own health and wellness from your own body systems. And that's really fun and uh, people love it. Um, and so that's available also. All my programs are live online uh, and there will be a self-study uh, workshop uh, offered later this year. So let's talk about intuition for a minute. So we, you know, we might've heard that term. I'm sure most of us have heard that term. Can you go a little bit into the definition, but also how do we hone into our intuition? Yes. Well, I cover this a good deal in the book because intuition is such a vast topic and in healthcare, it's actually quite well-known, right? Uh, nurses and doctors call it uh, following their gut gut feelings or hunches. And that's actually quite respected, um, even though it's not talked about <laughs> in healthcare. It's, it's known and, and people do follow those and sometimes they really work out. Um, intuition also all of the kinds of intuition have been studied deeply over many, many years, many decades, actually. So there's actually a lot of data on that as well. But putting the two together in healthcare is really fairly new. Uh, and I would say medical intuition is that bridge. Um, so what kind of intuition? Well, there's all kinds. There's feeling intuition where you feel other people's emotional energy or physical energy, that is called clairsentience. Clair is French, it means clear. So clear feeling, right? That's very common. And um, a lot of people experience that. And certainly in healthcare, a lot of people do. In fact, it's one of the reasons why we have something called compassion fatigue. You might've heard that term. It's because people are taking on a lot of the energy and emotion of others. That can be a little debilitating, but a lot of people are clairsentient. 
Clear cognizant is clear knowing. And that's that thing where you just know something because you know it <laughs> and you're not sure how you know it, but you know it. That's clear cognizance, also very common. Uh, we have a clear audience is where you might hear something, uh, get a little inner voice, you know, notification <laughs> of some variety and you kind of go, huh, and you pay attention to that. That's clear audience. Very interesting skill. What I use is what I call mind's eye visualization, and the, the, the term for it is clairvoyance. Now, that's a, a loaded term, <laughs> right? Uh, because there's a lot of stigma around that idea and that, that word. You know, if you think about, you know, psychics and looking into crystal balls and things like that, and that's not what it is. We actually understand visualization. We understand guided imagery. So it's, it's an, an expansion of that. You mentioned clairsentience. What's the difference between someone who's clairsentient and an empath? Same thing. And it, I mean, I would, I would define it that way. Somebody else might not, okay. but I would say that's it. And people who call themselves very empathic are usually explaining or working with clairsentience. Hmm, interesting. And how would somebody who's empathic when you're working in this field and you're working with clients or you're just in general, how would you be able to, I guess, you know, when you're absorbing or you're feeling other people's energies and feelings, how do you, it, it, part of what you teach, is it how to ground yourself? Is it how to not allow it to affect you? Because, you know, obviously if you're an empath and you're feeling and you're seeing and you know, all, all the things you're mentioning, there's are there tools that you could do to help yourself ground yourself. Yes, absolutely. And in the book, I have a whole chapter <laughs> on energy, what I call energy hygiene, meaning how to ground, how to buffer, uh, how to work with your own energy so that you don't feel, uh, you know, that you're absorbing so much. Um, right. in, in my work, I don't use uh, clairsentience. I okay. find it uh, just too, it's, it's, it can be very overwhelming for people. So the clairvisual, the, the clairvoyant, the the visual practice of, of what I use actually has a lot more, I would call neutrality to it because we want to be able to see into the body. We want to be able to see life history. And if we get overwhelmed by all of that energetic feeling emotion, we're not going to be able to see clearly. Right. So right. that's, that's how I make a distinction in my work. And if somebody, if somebody wants to do this work, do they have to be, do they have to have prior training in spirituality or doing their emotional work, or can they just take your course and kind of go right into it? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, what we have found with this work is that when we're looking at someone's biofield or physical body or life history, that if we're not, if we haven't dealt with our own life stuff, and it's not that we have to be, you know, at the pinnacle of, you know, I mean, it's a lifelong process dealing with our own stuff, but it will, um, it can bring that up for us. So that's why I teach a very strong component of neutrality. In other words, we need to keep our energy clear and clean and however you want to talk, call it. So you asked about spiritual training. You don't need spiritual training to do this work. You don't have to have a long history and, you know, uh, anything really. Uh, you just have to have the desire to learn it. The way I think about and the way I talk about the, the study of intuition is that it's very much like learning a new language, right? Mm, right. So it's, it's not like you have to have done, you know, years of therapy on yourself. It's just that you have to be, um, you have to be prepared to work with your own energy. Right. Uh, number one. And also 
to um, take it step by step. It's an educational environment, right? So if you're going to learn Italian, for example, if you've never spoken it before, you wouldn't automatically assume you couldn't do it. <laughs> you would right. take a class and you'd learn and you'd study and you'd practice. And that's what I offer uh, to healthcare professionals in terms of how to use medical intuition in their work and with, you know, in, in healthcare where it really uh, can change the game. And can anybody hone in on that intuition? Like, do we all, yes. are we all born with intuition? We are all born with, that's one of the misunderstandings, Andrea, is that you have to be born with these special gifts, you know, and some people are, and some people might not feel they are, but the truth is it is very much like working that idea of learning a new language. Anyone can learn it, right? And so if you learn it, you can use it. As we're, we're, we're here at Morphous for menopause and we speak to women who are, in perimenopause and menopause, and a lot of things are coming up for us and, you know, such as past traumas, for example, or anxiety or mood swings. Like there are a lot of symptoms that can present for, uh, for many of us as we're getting into this phase of life. And you were mentioning how obviously, you know, you know, things can kind of come up. Can you just expand a little bit more on that? Because I think, you know, can it help us work through many of these symptoms that we're feeling? <laughs> Well, sure. Um, the workshop in particular can be very helpful in that what we want to do is create that mind-body connection. We Everybody talks about that, right? Yeah. But yeah. what is it? <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, we want our minds to be able to actually have a conversation with our bodies, with our hormones, right? With our, with our, those hot flashes, you know, whatever's happening uh, with our own emotional states. We want to be able to um, the way I talk to the body is very much like a conversation. If I was going to look at your, you know, your kidneys or your liver or your reproductive system, I'd be, or your hormonal system, I'd be really having that conversation. What's happening with Andrea's, you know, hormones right now. What am I looking at? What can I, what information can I impart to her? One thing I want to say is that medical intuitives do not diagnose. Uh, that is the job of a licensed medical professional. So what we do is we explain what we see and our our clients can take that information to their doctors. And we found that that process is incredibly valuable, not only for the client, but for their doctors, right? Because they have information that may not be part of their particular protocol, right? So it's, it's the possibilities of how medical intuitives and healthcare professionals can work together and how the skill can work in healthcare is really quite profound. Hmm, I love that. There are a couple of things that came to mind as you were mentioning that. So number one, for I, if women were watching or listening to you, if you're on YouTube watching, or if you're listening to this on our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and they might think this sounds really interesting to me, Wendy. However, maybe a little bit scary. You know, <laughs> is this something that I'm going to now walk around and be able to like see into everybody's <laughs> health issues or even my own? So maybe talk a little bit about what they can expect if they were to learn from you. Well, that would be unethical, <laughs> looking into everybody's stuff all the time. So do and you have to get permission from people like before oh, you do it? What's the process? Yes, absolutely. We have a consent okay. form. We have protocols. We have ethics. Uh, spiritual ethics is something that is not really talked about out there in the spiritual world or the energy healing world that really needs to be. Uh, we need to know what our scope of practice is. We need to know how to work with our clients ethically and responsibly. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of information about that. Um, 
So, you know, could I walk around and look into everybody's, I used to do that, you know, when I was sort of just budding with all of this stuff I could see, you know, but right. that it, it it's not useful information. It, it's useful right. in the, in the context of a session because okay. someone, someone wants to hear the information. There's permission for it. Right. So no, we, we're not, I don't walk around like an, you know, uh, an antenna all the time. That would be overwhelming. <laughs> Well, yeah, that would be. So that's why I'm asking that question. And how yeah. accurate is it? So like, you know, for someone like yourself that's been doing it for a really long time, you're probably, you know, much more accurate than someone who's just learning, or is that not the case? Well, here's the thing. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about accuracy in the terms of the research that I was able to, uh, to have published um, a couple of, in 2020, it was published in a peer reviewed oh, yeah. medical journal. So this, this is where I wanted to test accuracy because if interestingly, there's not a lot of research out there on medical intuition. It's really been quite on the fringes. So there are some studies. I wrote about them in the book. I looked for everything I could find. And I realized in around 2019 that really there needs to be research on this because there's there's so much there's so many case studies and anecdotal evidence about this. You know, books are written about this. So can we test it? So what I did was uh, I, I worked with um, five of my graduates who had recently completed the one-year training. And we had 67 people from the community who wanted to participate in this study. And we did it as blinded as we could, right? We wanted to get as close to an empirical study as we possibly could get. It was a, a qualitative survey because that's all we could do at the time. But here's how, here's how it went. Um, the medical intuitives were blinded that we did not, we don't ever do a health intake. So we don't know someone's background or history. And um, we had no access to medical records either. And the medical intuitives through my program, it's an eyes closed process. That way we can access that visual intuition even more uh, potently. And so there's that. So we had 67 participants and they had a session. And after the session, they rated the medical intuitives on their ideas of how accurate they were. And what we found was um, they rated the medical intuitives as 94% accurate in location and evaluation of their primary health issue, right? Wow. That's pretty high. Well, they also rated the medical intuitives as 98% accurate in uh, life history that was probable or possible in terms of relating to their health issue. So they were able to see that thread, which was really fascinating. Uh, they also, and this, this is fascinating. Yeah, this is the piece of data that really got the doctor's ears perked up and the researchers. We asked them how consistent was the medical intuitive with a known diagnosis. And about half of those participants knew, you know, they had been given a diagnosis by their doctor. We didn't know it. The medical intuitives didn't know it. They rated them as 94% consistent wow. with that known diagnosis. And that's new data. That... Uh, there's more there too. And what, what I realized, what we realized after it was published is uh, this is the first published research on this skill in over 20 years. So, you know, there's some catching up that needs to be done here. Yeah. And uh, you asked about time. Those people had studied with me, those medical intuitives, uh, they'd completed their one-year program and we're getting that, that efficacy. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's an intensive program, but you learn and you can then use it in your, in your practices. 
First of all, congratulations that you did research on that. I think it's amazing and it helps to validate it for a lot of our listeners to say, okay, there's a research behind here. And I think the nice thing about, you know, all of the spirituality stuff now, it's that it's not so woo anymore. You know, there's research behind a lot of it and I find it super fascinating and I, I love what you're doing. I think it sounds great. I think it sounds like something that, um, you know, many of our listeners might be interested in and you're saying that it takes a year. So one of the things you, you said that maybe, um, I had a question around is, and I'm guessing is that you don't have to be with your client in person. It could be something virtual because you're tapping into their energetic field, right? Correct. And actually that's one of the really big advantages of medical intuition is that it, it can be, and it, it very often is a remote skill. I work with clients all over the world okay. and in my programs, there's, um, excuse me, in my programs, we're working together, right? The students work right. together. It's online, you know, it's live mm-hmm. online and they work with people all over the country and all over the world. So absolutely it's a remote skill. Wendy, is there anything that we didn't cover today when it comes to medical intuition that you'd like to share or just in general with our, our listeners and our viewers? Yes, thank you. So the book is called Essentials of Medical Intuition, A Visionary Path to Wellness. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, wherever books are sold. And it is a, a history of medical intuition, the research on medical intuition, what it is, what it isn't, and the future of medical intuition. So I hope your listeners take a look at that and enjoy it. And can we find you on social media? I am on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram. And is it your name? We'll actually put it under your name anyways, right near in the video. So yes. So the program that my company is called The Practical Path and the website is thepracticalpath.com. And on there, you can find all kinds of information and guided meditations that are open to the public and information on the workshop and the program. Perfect. Thank you so much, Wendy. Oh, Andrea, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. What a great interview with Wendy. So informative. And I find it really fascinating. So thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow me at Andrea Donsky on TikTok and Instagram. And be sure to visit our website at wearemorphous.com, M-O-R-P-H-U-S.com. And please share this podcast with everybody you know, your friends, your colleagues, your family, because the more you share shows you care. I'll see you next time. 